Welcome to True Crime Works, a true crime podcast. This is episode 50, the last Chowchilla school bus hijacker granted parole. Hey everyone, welcome back to True Crime Works, a true crime podcast. This is episode number 50. And I apologize for last week, I said that was episode number 50, but I was able to correct it in the show notes, but not on the episode. So that was episode 49, and this is episode 50. Today's episode is another news update, and I know that some of you have reached out and said that you enjoy these, so here's another one for you. They're kind of what's going on in true crime news today. So this is a pretty relevant topic, so I think you will enjoy this one also. This is kind of a shorter episode, so I don't really want to waste time with any announcements, so we will just get right into the episode. The last of the three Chowchilla school bus hijackers, Frederick Woods, has been granted parole in 2022. Now I'm going to go over a quick overview of the case because there's a lot of information on it and it'll help you understand what's going on a little bit more in case you need a refresher. In 1976, A school bus in Chowchilla, California was hijacked by three men and there were 26 children on the bus and a school bus driver and the children were on a summer trip and they were ages 5 to 14. On July 15, 1976, the kidnappers held them in a box truck buried in a quarry in Livermore, California. And they did this because they wanted a $5 million ransom for them. The poor children were underground for over 16 hours. And they were able to dig themselves out finally. So that was amazing resilience on their part. The kidnappers forced them to climb down a ladder into a buried moving truck. And they had small amounts of food and water and a few mattresses in it. The quarry's owner's son who was 24 years old, Frederick Woods, quickly became under suspicion because he had keys to it and access to a moving truck there. Him and two of his friends had been convicted of motor vehicle theft and sentenced to probation. So they were pretty familiar with crime. All three of them pled guilty to kidnapping for ransom and robbery, but they did not plead guilty to infliction of bodily harm And if they did that, it would carry a life sentence without the possibility of parole. They were tried on the bodily harm charge and found guilty, but their convictions were overturned by an appellate court that found that the physical injuries sustained by the children, which were mostly cuts and bruises, did not meet the standard for bodily harm under the law. So they were resentenced to life with the possibility of parole. The two other guys were paroled in 2012 and 2015, respectively. In October 2019, Woods was denied parole for the 19th time. And he was given the reason because he had some disciplinary infractions, such as the possession of contraband pornography and cell phones. I think he was selling cell phones or something. However, he was granted parole on August 17, 2022, and said to be released from prison. And at the time of his parole, he was 70 years old. So he spent a lot of time in prison. 
Now, of course, this received mixed reviews from a lot of the victims of the kidnapping. Now, none of the victims of the kidnapping had any serious physical injuries, but of course, they had some major emotional injuries. I mean, at such a young age, this was such a traumatic event that no one really expects to happen. It's truly a nightmare. This is the kind of stuff that you see in horror movies, the kind of stuff that you actually have nightmares about. So as you can imagine, most of them did suffer from PTSD, panic attacks, anxieties, nightmares. A lot of them had personality changes. You know, they were bubbly people before and then they kind of were withdrawn and depressed, rightfully so. Some of them even turned to a life of crime and others had serious substance abuse problems. Some of them were able to forgive their kidnappers and said that they deserved a second chance also. And the fact that they did not harm them physically said something. And some of them, of course, were unable to forgive their kidnappers, which is also their right. Now, of course, Frederick Wood says that he is not the same person anymore and he's been, you know, changed in prison, I guess. And he did talk about the kidnapping once and he said, quote, I didn't need the money. I wanted the money, end quote, which is true because he came from a very wealthy family. Frederick Woods also says that he took college classes in prison and he is a reformed man and that he's not a threat to society anymore. And of course, the public has mixed reviews to this also, because a lot of people feel like he should be in prison for the rest of his life. A lot of people also feel that, you know, he didn't harm anyone physically. He served his time and deserves at least to live out the last few years of his life or however long he has outside of prison. So it's really an interesting case as far as parole goes to see, you know, who feels he should be released, who feels he needs to stay in prison. But overall, it's just such a tragic case. And honestly, this is what nightmares are made of. So I wanted to update you on that case. And if I hear anything else that's important, I will let you guys know. Thank you so much for listening to True Crime Works, a true crime podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you get your podcasts from. It really helps the show out and it helps others find the show. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you have any ideas for upcoming cases, you can email me truecrimeworks at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at truecrimeworks. And you can also follow me over there on Instagram. I hope everyone has a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next week.